This morning there is a lot going on in the gospel in just a brief seven verses when you look at it. I mean, it's this whole paradigm shift from John the Baptist to our Lord, like I said, in just seven verses, going from John there with disciples to that line that we know so well that we hear every time we come to Mass, behold the Lamb of God, and suddenly John decreases, our Lord increases, the disciples following Jesus. And, you know, this whole exchange that we sort of continue today, you know, what are you looking for? Rabbi, where are you staying? Come and see. And then all the way into Andrew and Peter, and, and like, it's just incredible how you go from John the Baptist to Peter getting his new name in just seven verses. And that's why I find it incredible that with this so densely compact, with this paradigm shift and so much going on, that you get a line like this. They stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Now, I think that's important. And the reason why I say that is so often when you get things like that, usually it's like, oh, this is an allusion to this. Like if it had been three in the afternoon, it'd be like, oh, that's the time of day that Jesus died on the cross. Or sometimes, you know, like you hear like it was the first hour of the day. That's when people go out to work. Or you hear about this. That's when they sacrifice lambs in the temple. Well, this time, looking around, can't really find a reason why it's four in the afternoon. And I think, though, that that's a really important thing. And the reason I say that is when you think about this, this is St. John writing this, who is in the midst of all of this, knows what's going on, was there through it all, and it was an important personal sort of interaction there that it happened at four in the afternoon. And when you think about it in your own life, when big things happen, when we have encounters, when we grow in our relationships, little details kind of come to the surface. You know, like if you talk about you know, that day that you first met your spouse or your first date. And you remember little things like we went to this restaurant. I spilled this on my shirt and was embarrassed. You know, like I wore these particular shoes. Like little things that pop up when things are important to us. You know, all of a sudden we just, we remember all of these little details that are there. And the same is very much true in our incarnational faith. We just you know, concluded the celebration of the Christmas season, the incarnation of Jesus. And the thing is, he continues in with all of us in our day-to-day lives as well. That to encounter him, it happens for us in day-to-day life. It's not just sort of like a mental exercise. In fact, I want to share with you a quote this morning. One of my absolute favorite quotes from all of Pope Benedict's writings, and it comes from the opening lines from his first encyclical letter called Deus Caritas Est, God is love. He says this, Being Christian is not the result of an ethical choice or a lofty idea, but the encounter with an event, a person, which gives life a new horizon and a decisive direction. I love that. It's not just an ethical choice. I mean, when you look at this and they say, you know, they, they, Jesus looks at them and says, what are you looking for? You know, it's not as though he turns around and gives to them this whole like list of moral demands. Now, as we hear from St. Paul, we know we're not made for immorality. He doesn't just say, hey guys, do whatever the heck you want for the rest of your lives. Hang in there. Like, it's not the way that it works. No, it's this encounter with a person, with an event. And we continue in on that to this very day, at this very moment. I think it's so important to recognize right now 
that yes, it's a little chilly out here. Once again, I look like an idiot wearing mittens, right? Okay, we get it. I'm here, but why am I willing to look like an idiot wearing mittens? Because Jesus Christ comes to us in the Mass and continues to come to us in an incarnational way on this very day, January 17, 2021. And we can think back like, hey, I'm not obliged to be here right now. The bishops have still lifted the obligation in the midst of this pandemic time all the way back to March. And yet, why are we here? What are we looking for? We're looking for our incarnational Lord. And the beautiful thing is, is he continues to say to us as we come to him, come and see. He continues to interact with us in our day-to-day lives, where we are right here and right now, that all of these little things are important. And how beautiful it is that this isn't just an ethical choice or a lofty idea. It is an encounter that God stays in our midst. And I think so often, especially right now, we're sort of tempted to not pay attention to that. If you look at the first reading with Samuel, you know, he's asleep. And I think right now it's so easy to sort of be in this like anxious lull of all of the bad news, you know, whether it be regarding our government or whether it be regarding our health. It's like we can just be so anxious and overwhelmed by that that we're just kind of, you know, in this zone of not paying attention. But the beautiful thing is, is our Lord continues to call out to us, what are you looking for? It's not just about the government because it doesn't matter if we had the perfect government and all of our politicians were wonderfully virtuous. The thing is, it will eventually fail as most government, not most, as all governments do. And even if it was our health, the thing is, even if you had perfect health and had no worry of any disease ever, folks, we know that death will eventually come. We know that all of our lives have an expiration date. What are you looking for is so much bigger than government or health. It's him. It's Jesus Christ. And as you know, the the disciples recognized they encountered him at four in the afternoon. It's a random time, but it meant something because that's when it happened. And here we are outside, right? Making the different exceptions that we need to make, doing what we need to do to make what happen, to encounter him. And he continues to call out to us, to call through that anxious sort of a haze that's all around us and saying to us, come and see. Why? Because he is our ultimate fulfillment. We're called to an encounter with the living God who does not abandon his people. And so it's so important for all of us each and every day to make darn sure that we make space in our busy day-to-day calendars to allow him in, to listen to him say to us, what are you looking for? Because it's in him that we find fulfillment. It's in him that we come to see that all of these things that are passing will pass away. Not that they're not important. I'm not saying don't pay attention to anything. I'm not saying run out there and kiss every COVID patient you see. It's not that, right? I'm not saying live a reckless life. But... There's something so much more. We have the living God in our presence. We have Jesus Christ in our midst. And as we set out into another new year, the important thing is that we do just what John the Baptist tells us to, behold the Lamb of God, to spend time with him, to look at four in the afternoon, and that's the time that I step away and I'm with him every day. 
because ultimately he's the only one who can ask us, what are you looking for? And he knows what he's ready to give us. Something eternal, his own love. It lasts forever. We know that he is risen from the dead, that he calls us into relationship with him, that he wants us to come into his house, that he wants us to be with him, that my brothers and sisters in Christ, this very day, he says to you and to me, come and see. How blessed we are that our faith is not just a mere ethical decision. Yes, it does affect everything in the way that we act. And the world needs to see people in love with Jesus Christ. And that there is something so much more than just this current moment in the history of mankind. That ultimately we have hope because he is with us. As he calls to you, as he speaks to your heart, say, just like Samuel, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. And the beautiful thing is, he will speak out and call you to himself, saying once again, come and see. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.